Hey, Children's Ministry community. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. We want to inspire and challenge you to become a children's ministry leader, taking your ministry to the next level. In Jesus' name. It's good to have you on this Kid Challenge podcast, and we're here with the man, the clown, the kids evangelist of the United Pentecostal Church, good friend, mentor, awesome man of God. He's going to talk to us today about our motives. So without any further ado, welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast for the Squires. Thank you so much, Father Moses. Thank you for all you do for kids ministry. If you guys aren't following him on Facebook, you really need to. He has some great resources, Brother Moises Alvarez. Uh, today we're talking about why. Why are you doing what you're doing? A oh, good question. It's a fair question. Why are you working in any ministry, actually? This isn't just children's ministry. Why are you doing it? Well, in kids' ministry or children's ministry, um, I get a lot of reasons. Like, I love kids, I, or I am a kid, or I love it when the kids you know, see the word and all of that. A lot of reasons, 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 so many reasons. Um, I was a kid and Sunday school helped me or children's ministry helped me and on and on the reasons why go. Reasons why are shared with people across the board. I don't want to get too awful here, but perverts love kids too. And cigarette companies want to get them at an early age too. And a lot of people have the world has the same reasons that we would mention but what makes us different is we don't just have reasons we have motive our motive for working with anybody in any ministry is to see them saved see them saved so if you're a children's minister you want to see that child saved and that is the number one premier motive for being where you are if you don't have that motive No problem. Just pray and fast and find your place in God's kingdom. No harm, no foul, no condemnation. Just make sure your motive is pure. Not to save the parents or get any this or that. Not for people to say, oh, you're so funny or cool or you're awesome. None of that. Your motive is to see Jesus Christ fill that child with his Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And so to make that motive pure is a matter of fasting and prayer and daily prayer for your motive. Yeah. Um, you pray for children. You pray for your, uh, you pray all these prayers. But the first one I want you to pray for is to pray for, Lord, have I changed? Am I still there? Is it still me? Is my motive still pure? Have I got pride? Do I need, has anything crept in that would destroy my ministry? And on a side note, people, with this ministry, the children's ministry, this is the only time Jesus threatened to put a rock around somebody's neck and throw them in the ocean. So this one's pretty important. Do not offend any of these little ones. And he had a little kid on his knee. He had an eight-year-old child on his knee when he said that. So uh, no, no, there's no other way to look at this except that ministry to children is very important. Uh, for you and the child. And so make sure your motive is pure. When they build a skyscraper in New York, they go as far down as they go up, they say. You have to have a big, uh, long 
foundation, a deep foundation, roots. And so your motive has to go deeper than deep. And when you establish that and you keep it pure every day, I'm just going to tell you, it works best for me if I pray in front of that mirror, in, in front of my mirror in the morning. And the Bible says that a man can look in the mirror and not even see what he's looking at. I know I can't, but Jesus can. And so get yourself right. Get your motives set every day, every single day. Because when you walk out the house, there's going to be, they're everywhere. Kids are like cockroaches. They're everywhere. They're ubiquitous. And they are the common denominator of every single ministry. The Bible schools have had me teach over the years the senior classes of Bible schools on children's ministry because as they go out into their ministries as seniors, they have to understand that the kids are going to be there. They're going to be a prison ministry, uh, everything you can think of. They're going to be children there. And so uh, that's how important this is. And so check your motive. And when you get your motive pure, then you can really rock it. You know, you can uh, set new goals every day and be challenging and fun and, and all and interesting and all that stuff. But only if your motive is 100% pure. Jesus, check my motive. Now, I'll give you an example, okay? And I don't know you. I don't even know who I'm talking to. But probably you have known someone whose motives have changed. A saint or a minister or uh, a Sunday school teacher or somebody that you know um, who they, they were going along really good and all of a sudden something changed. Well, I'm telling you that something was their motive. Okay. Um, th that beautiful young lady who was so close to being pure before marriage and all of a sudden uh, her motive is uh, uh, some, something changes and then boom, you know. And so that's why it's important to me, to me, uh, to check my personal motive every day. Is that is that okay, Moses? That's perfect, Brother Squires. When you came and you taught that at our church many years ago, man, that's helped me out. You know, it pretty much like I was in the fog. And when you talked about that, I was like, wow. Like that cleared a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, even with just developing lessons, outreach, whatever, you know, whatever's needed to reach children, that was the go-to statement for me. What is my motive behind what I'm doing? Do I want to see these kids saved? And that's, you know, we would do anything and everything to compel and, mm -hmm. and to motivate and encourage children. And uh, I know part of the teaching I, I remember was that, you know, everybody uses children's ministry as quote unquote, a stepping stool for, for youth or for, can you talk to us about that part? Remember? Well, I, I don't know um, that many people do it, but I know some uh, have been tempted to. And the problem with using children to step up or as a stepping stone to get to someone is you're stepping right. on children and that's you get right. the rock tied around your neck. Don't have any secondary motives. To, that's why the, so thank you. You mentioned this. That's why the word is motive. One motive, one God, Right. One Lord, one God, one baptism, one motive. Only one motive. Right. And it keeps you pure. It really does. And and the kids can sense it. I, I feel I feel humbly that the Lord that the children can sense if you have a pure motive. Amen. But don't use kids to get anywhere else. Now, there are sometimes things that happen. There the other parents might come in and all that. Cool. But that's not your motive. 
if that is your motive, then right. you're not really a children's minister. And that's fine. That's a hundred thousand percent fine. And if you want to attach yourself to a children's ministry, as long as they understand that, look, uh, you know, I just want to be around here and maybe help follow through with the parents. Cool. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know what? I like that. I like that idea. If your motive is, is, is pure, you know, I want to see these parents safe too. Great. We, we need you. Right, Moses? Amen. We'd be glad to have and, you in uh, Kids Church. We'll we'll welcome you with open arms, and you know God is raising up a children's ministry army today. That I see that man wherever we go, we see pastors, we see kids ministers, evangelists really love the children. Go above and beyond to host a rally, uh, to do Bible quizzing. So mm -hmm. you know when we see these things all across wherever we go we're like wow these guys have some pure motives they want to they do everything anything again to see kids saved and uh, that's what it's all about you know well, and uh brother Spires, you've led the way you've led the way and well, uh, when else. you first um, the church over the years 44 years the churches who key in on uh primarily on kids children uh any church that does that and the general superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church, Pastor uh, Reverend David Bernard, has a church in Austin that's built on kids, and, and he can't he can't build a church big enough, fast enough, to hold all the people. And he's not charismatic, mm -hmm. and he hasn't compromised, and he hasn't done any of that. You know what he did? He ministers to children. When he builds a new church, I'm talking about one of these big, huge churches. On his first revival, the first revival he has is for children. That's how he built, mm -hmm. you know, from 50 people to, I don't know, I'd say at least uh, 1,200. And, that, wow. you know, and you can call him and ask him. Uh, and, and I'll tell you okay. something else he does. The general superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church, when I go there and he's there, he's my lean on me partner. He gets up, says, give me the craziest hat you have. And he ministers with me. Yeah. Yeah. The boss wow. of the whole thing. Because he's that smart. He's very, very smart. Wow. So not only as a kids ministry or as a team, but the church as a whole is pure. Pure motives is to reach children. Bus ministry, outreach, uh, Sunday school. These are all great tools to see and kids I, I come in. And that alongside of that, I would give. Credit to your pastor, Brother Smeltzer, uh, the time Amen. and money and effort and encouragement that he has given to the kids' ministry of his church is nobody has beat that. I mean, he's the best. Pastor Smeltzer is the and best. You know, amen. Amen a thousand times. Uh, everywhere we go, you know, we get, they ask us, what do you remember about Sunday school, Brother Moses, from being reached at Life Challenge? I said, all I can remember is being loved on. And I don't. Rem I remember receiving the Holy Ghost, being baptized, but I don't remember one single lesson. But I do remember the uh, the feeling, the connection that I had, and the people loving. So at that at that time I came in. Wow, these people had pure motives. They they loved on me. They loved me into the kingdom. They preached Amen. me into the kingdom. And so that was pretty awesome. Life mm -hmm. challenge, uh, church. And this is where bus ministry reached my wife and I. Awesome. And so this is a church that has pure, 
pure motive. And they so. never maybe voiced it, but that's so true. But, uh, they're pure there. But maybe this helps somebody to realize wh- what we're doing here. The, maybe the words will help, the motive and all that. And reasons won't get you far. Reasons will not get you far. Um, over those 44 years, I've watched many of us uh, ministers come and go. And they all had good reasons. But they didn't have motive, the right motive, pure motive. And, and they may have started with it. Yeah. But then money came in or lust or greed or, you know, all those things that the Bible talks about. Uh, thing after thing after thing. And... If they'd only checked their motive that morning, you know, it could have saved their souls. Brother Squires, you got your pure motive in 1977, yes, 1976? 1977. Wow. Uh, right now, at this time of year, it was uh, probably about almost exactly this time. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and that consistent burden that you have through the years. and. You've always been a go-to person for me to check myself and just get encouragement all the time. And, you know, you train other children's ministers, too, and you have a pure motive to see them succeed. And you're always wanting everybody else to succeed. And that's pretty awesome for me. So we appreciate I that. I give everything I have. I try not. Uh, I, I just don't feel right about selling stuff. I have over the years sold a little bit of stuff. But, you know, don't that could get to be your motive. You know, as a matter of fact, that's why I quit, because some of those people I was telling you about, all of a sudden they wanted to make money. And if you live by faith, let me tell you, every one of you, lean into your phone. When you live by faith in God, you don't need nothing. You may want something, too bad. (laughs) But you you won't need anything. Tell us about the... um... The miracles that were happening during the pandemic for you. So, uh, 20 the... years ago, 21 years ago, I turned 50 years old. And I don't know, some pastors kept telling me I needed to incorporate and you need to get a 401k and, all, and retirement. Several really good men that really loved me, uh, several told me that. And so at 50, I knelt down and prayed and I asked the Lord, what shall I do about my retirement? And this is 21 years ago. And the Lord said clearly, look, you've invested your life in people, your whole life, when it's, uh, even before I got saved, uh, and when the time is right, they will invest in you. I said, thank you, Jesus. Uh, And so to this day, at 71 years old, I don't have a 401k, I don't have stocks and bonds and all that stuff. And so anyway, 20 years later, in 2020, (laughs) the, I think it was, January or February of that year, before the pandemic uh, thing hit hit the news and stuff, a young couple sent me a check for $5,000 American mm-hmm. and said, we don't know why, we just felt like you needed this. $5,000, okay. I don't know about y'all, but that is a game changer. And so, of course, I paid mm-hmm. tithes and offerings on it to my church. Um, something you may not know as a minister uh, when I, when the pastor gives me an offering, I I pay tithes on that to my district, Missouri district. But if I get general, you know, other offerings, I get to tithe to my church. Anyway, long story, story short, it started there. And then right after I got that check, which I still have it in the bank, by the way, 
the, the rest of the money. Um, people just started after the pandemic hit. I didn't, you know me, you've seen my Facebook. I haven't asked for anything. I haven't talked poor, talked down like, oh, I'm not going to make it, which many others have. I just sat here and every week opened up check after check after check. And as the Lord began Mm. to uh, do his promise to me. So I lived for the promise for 20 years. And now, right now, I'm living in his promise that people will take care of me. Mm. And money, I didn't, I I got to pay a lot of tithes and offerings to my church. We'll put it that way and help them through the pandemic as well and all of that. And I've never wanted for anything. So the Bible story I've been telling the children, and I need you all to tell this children of the Bible stories immediately. Tell them this story about the prophet. I think it was Elijah. Not sure. And he, uh, the, it didn't rain. And so he was by the little bitty brook. There was just enough water, you know, to live off of Cherith. And the ravens, birds came every day, the Bible says, and fed him. And so What's happening to me right now since uh, spring of 2020 and right through now is I'm being fed by ravens. The Lord God is sending. And these are some of these people, Brother Moses, I had not seen them or talked to them in 40 years. And all of a sudden, Mm. the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord told me, uh, I felt like the Lord said to send this. Unbelievable. And got me through. Wow. So you basically you have sowed in so much that God is just you are reaping bountifully now. And uh, can you imagine all the kids that you've helped and families and ministries that, you know, that are going to be birthed and the people you'll see in heaven. What's the reason why is it taking so long for God to make your mansion? Because he's making a lot of Legos and there's a shortage. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all got to come. See me in heaven and swim in my Lego swimming pool. That's Listen, right. I gotta go. I gotta go. Thank you so much. Hey, wonderful Squire. talking with you all. May uh, the Lord bless Facebook, you. Lloyd Squires, uh, feel free to jump on there and let's talk kids' ministry instead of all this political junk. Let's talk about children. You're welcome to come on. Love you. God talk bless you. Bye bye.